Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. And joining us on the Vaqueros Cafe and Cantina Hotline is someone that is from the 254. That's right. I said it, and I said it with my chest. We always represent from K-Town. He's a young (laughs) man that has played some college basketball uh, for the University of Houston and, of course, the Sooners. You're in Texas country. We'll talk about that here in just a little bit. But he's also had a chance to go overseas and became an MVP of uh, Israel State Cup, and he's also been to Israel – and became the league's defensive player. But we also want to talk about his time when he was playing overseas with the Metropolitans 92, one of my favorite people in the world, my man Tayshawn Thomas. What's up, Tayshawn? How you doing, bro? What's up, man? How you doing? I'm doing good. Can't complain. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> Just glad to have you on. I'm glad to see that you're back stateside and doing some good things here and getting yourself ready for another basketball season, enjoying the offseason. But let's talk a little bit about your career before we get to Wimby and your time over there. You know, you went to U of H first out of high school, and then you got a chance to go play at Oklahoma, got some time in the Big 12. What has the what was basketball like for you once at three seasons at Houston and then going to transfer to Oklahoma? Uh it was it was it was an experience, you know, like at Houston, uh the three years I had Houston was I definitely enjoyed it, built some, you know, lifelong relationships and things like that. But uh, you know, at Houston we weren't too good. Like we weren't making a tournament at the back in that back in that time, Memphis was running our conference. They were kinda of like the the Kansas of the uh, American Conference at the time, like nobody could beat them. Uh, and then the year before, my, going into my senior year, they had the coaching change with uh, Kelvin Sampson coming in, and I knew he, I knew he was going to turn the school around and make them good, but I knew he wasn't going to be able to do it in one year, and that's all I had left. So, uh, transferring to Oklahoma was a definitely a, a tough decision, but you know I don't regret it. I was able to make the tournament. That was my biggest thing. I wanted to make the tournament before I graduated college. So being able to do that and then having that big culture shock going from, you know, the big city of Houston to the college town, Norman, Oklahoma, <laughs> like it was, a, <laughs> it was a big culture shock, man. But uh, it was fun. There's something I can, I can kind of take with me and uh, I kind of hold near and dear to my heart because it was just something I got to, I got to experience two different schools, you know, and, and got the different two different college life. So, you know, my college experience was definitely very enjoyable. Hey, Tayshawn, what you know about French's fried chicken, man? Man, you know I know about that. That was, uh, <laughs> that was a favorite thing. Hey, Jack, I'm from H-Town, man, so I just had to make sure you had to know about that French, man. No doubt. Nah, for sure. That was, that was one of the places they stopped and took us on the first visit. So I know <laughs> oh, that already? That, that, yeah. They already knew where to take them. <laughs> K-Town going to French's. Yeah, we no get it all started. <laughs> And then you got a chance to go overseas. You got a chance. Uh, first off, you got a chance to play in the summer league. You played for the Orlando Magic. Then you got a chance to play for the Clippers. And then you tried to find your niche, and you got a chance to go overseas. A lot of people don't truly understand what the overseas uh, basketball level of play is when you take those chances. What were some of your experiences over there in some of those other cities that you got a chance to play in? 
Oh, man, that was uh, another thing that, you know, it's, it's tough to explain if people don't really know basketball. I mean, even if you know basketball, you might not understand because you might not – you don't know too many people that play basketball overseas. But, uh, you know, I learned a lot of a lot of stuff quick. Going from college to turning into a pro, I learned, like, a lot about the game being political. You know, a lot about uh, – nowadays, nowadays they, they kind of draft and want people with more potential than anything. You know, so I kind of learned that really fast. And uh, going overseas was a, a, was an experience because, you know, I never, that was my first time leaving the country. My first time leaving the country was in a small city named Weissenfels, Germany. And I had a rude awakening to them not having AC in the house. <laughs> like, <laughs> wow. That was my first memory. Like, I'll never forget that. I woke up in the morning. I mean, I got to my, got to my room, dropped my bags off. They, they left. And it's my first time, like, all right, breathing. I'm in. I'm here. Start walking around the house looking for an AC unit. Nothing. I'm like, oh, what? What's going on? Like, it's hot in this house right now. Like, I need some AC. Like, so I couldn't find someone had to go give me a fan. So, and we all, we from Texas. I, I know this is every grocery store everywhere. When you walk in a grocery store, first thing you feel is the AC. No doubt. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I'm thinking, all right, let me go to a grocery store. Maybe I'll catch a break going to a grocery store. It's the same thing. No, no AC in there either. So, so I want to say the first, you know, week and a half, I was literally sitting in my car just running the AC for a good three weeks. <laughs> Catching it, just trying to, like, get used to it because it's definitely a change. Like, it's a culture change. Man. Like, it's there. I tell everybody uh, back in the, all the time that I feel like some places in Europe are a good, like, 10 years behind, and, and you know, behind the states when it comes to, like, luxurious things or things that we're just so used to. So, you know, I've, uh, throughout the years, there's been a lot of that, like learning about, you know, how to live in different countries. Because, you know, even with being in Europe, different countries are different, too. So oh, yeah. it's all been experience, man. Man, that is uh, that, that's fantastic. Race. I can write a like a little sitcom one day about yeah, some no of this doubt. stuff. Hey, <laughs> let me let me ask you though about the game and how different the um, the European game is and the, the game overseas is compared to how guys play it here in the states. What's what have been the biggest differences in your opinion that you've noticed? Uh, the first thing, the first thing I noticed is that like if you most of the time if you're an American coming to one of those countries, you're the dog. Like no ifs ands and buts about it. They bringing you over there, you a go to man nine times out of ten. Yeah. You, know, you might get lucky and have a European on your uh, the European player on your team that's you know extra talent like I did this year with Victor and uh, Blau. You know, um, but that was like that's like not that's not a that's not a normal situation. So hmm. that was like one thing I had to learn as soon as I got over there. The play is the play is cool. You know, it's like some countries are different. You know, some countries they kind of play a little bit more physical. They're kind of up and down. Uh, I like it because of like you kind of have to learn a little bit more about basketball. Like you can't sometimes you can use your talent, but that doesn't take you so far. I feel like over the years of me playing basketball overseas, I've had to learn so much more about the game because you know with it being more physical and them not giving you much fouls, like. You got You can't always just use your athleticism to beat somebody every time. So, you gotta like work on your feet work. You know, work on your actual game and you know get better because like just like an NBA, there's guys coming out of school looking for a job every year. So it's still cutthroat when it comes to like you know the work you gotta put in. But it's different. It, the the difference is over. It's just I feel like over. I feel like back home, it's a lot of just a lot more athleticism. Right. So whenever you find a guy extra extra athletic. Over there in Europe, they like they excel because it's like, oh, hold on, like we don't see too many people moving like this. Where you yeah. come back home, 
Like, I, like for instance, I don't know if you guys see these Ball of Life videos on, on YouTube every time. These guys are dunking everywhere, and they don't, they're not, like, getting paid for any of the basketball that they're playing. Right. You, know, you go over there, you see somebody dunking. Most of the time, they making money. <laughs> right. Yeah, for sure. Right. Another so it's, a big, it's a big, in my opinion, it's a big talent gap between, not big, because I feel like Europe is definitely getting better in that department, but it's a big talent gap between, like, the grand, the whole people in America and then the whole people in Europe. Yeah, and that's the beautiful part about it because DJ um, Stevens has been over there for a long time making a lot of money, and we all know he can jump out the gym, and that's where Royce O'Neal started his career. He went over and played overseas as well, and now he's getting paid by the Brooklyn Nets. We're talking to Tayshawn Thomas, uh, former player for University of Houston, also for Oklahoma. He's a K-Town. He's one of K-Town's finest, as always. That's how we do it. But I wanted to talk to you about your your team from this past year you were lucky enough to be on the Metropolitans 92 and they had one Victor Winmanyama obviously it was probably y'all were like rock stars everywhere that y'all went what was that experience like and what type of person is Victor we've been talking a lot about his personality and how he's going to make a lot of money away from basketball because of his personality but what was he like as a teammate that's crazy I even say that because that's first thing before even basketball. And this is coming from, like, me. This guy's a great kid, like, has a good head on his shoulders and not going to meet too many 19-year-olds that think the way he think that can, you know, just knows basketball. Like, literally, I've been, I'm nine years pro. Me and him this past year were just, you know, teaching each other things, just to, how to just see the game differently. And I respected that just because he is who he is, like, I feel like we all know if we have a number one, a future number one draft pick that's coming into the year, he's kind of cocky. Don't really want to talk to people. Vic is completely the opposite. Like, was the goofiest guy on the team. Was very, I came I came to the team kind of later, so he was very welcome. He was, like, one of the first welcoming people to me, you know. So that was cool. Like, you know, just getting to know that, you know, that, that he's a genuine person, really nice guy, really comes from a good home, you know. But uh, – the thing for me that was so crazy about this year is I played against him the year before in France. So I kind of knew the hype that he had. You know, he, he blocked one of my jump shots, and that kind of <laughs> made me mad because I don't know how he even got to the jump shot to block it. So, like, <laughs> I remember how crazy it was just playing against him. So now to be his teammate, it kind of opened up my game, just having somebody that can play the way he can, you know, because I was able to kind of show my more guard skills with him being the five-man and, I was able to, like, really tap into my game. So we kind of helped each other. You know, it was a great experience because he's a talent out of this world. Like, it's just really crazy some of the things he can do that, to see he can do every day in, in practice. Yeah, so you were talking about in practice him guarding you. How many positions can he guard at, when you were playing against him in practice, and how many positions do you think he can actually guard in the NBA? So we were over there. He kind of had a – so – me and him are, like, if, if we weren't on the same team, me and him would most likely be guarding each other, okay. you know. And, like, and one thing that was really good with me joining the team is the year before, I was one of the top uh, power forwards in that league. So everybody knew me. So, like, joining me with him was kind of like a hold on. Like, they really joining these two guys together. Like, this is going to be a tough matchup, you know. So... My thing is, I feel like I'm always trying to guard the best power forward. Whatever, if it's the five-man or the four-man overseas, it really doesn't matter because most of the time they're the same person, you know. So uh, me and him kind of got in battles on who wanted to guard the best player, 
<laughs> every time, like, <laughs> every game. I, I want him. Like I don't. I don't know if you guys remember Perry Ellis from Kansas. Yep, yep. A couple yeah. years ago, he was a, he was one guy we've had matched up in playoffs, and he was their best, one of their best power forwards on their team. And me and him argued every day, like and practice, like, hey, bro, like I got him, like I want him, <laughs> no, bro, I got. Him. You know, so like that was one thing I respected because you know a lot of guys, especially big men, are afraid to guard guards or guard anybody that's really talented. So he's like one thing I love about him is he's never he never backs down from the smoke. Even if like even if he gets dunked on or gets crossed or gets hit with a move, he's coming back ready to play that next possession. You know, and that's one thing I respect because I feel like as a young player that was one thing that I had a problem with. Like I would be confident to guard him that first possession, but if you give me a bucket that first possession, I might be a little timid coming the second time. <laughs> right. So I think that uh, Vic is very capable of guarding. One through five, you know, uh, wow. I wouldn't want him to guard the one from, you know, the chump. But if he ever gets caught in the switch situation, like, I'm, I'm confident. I'm very confident. You make a shot on him, it is what it is. But try that again. Like, let's see if you're going to make that shot again. That's how confident I am. And I feel like he's pretty confident himself on defense as well. So, I think he can be very versatile on that defensive end. Well, that wingspan helps him when he's around with all those guards, even if he gets beat. He can still make up because he has such an amazing wingspan. Mm -hmm. What was it like when y'all were traveling on the road, though, when y'all would go to different places? Obviously, he was the main attraction, but, you know, as you said, you had other players on that team. Were y'all like the Beatles or like a rock band everywhere y'all went, everybody wanted some? Some, Definitely somewhat. Like, definitely got to travel and do a little couple things a little different that you might not get any other team. Like, Vic definitely has some pull. (laughs) <laughs> I'll give him that. He made this year pretty easy for me to be in there. But uh, it was just wild because, like I, I, like I told you before, you know, when I'm the main – coming from America or coming from wherever you're coming to a team, there's only five of us. There's only five Americans on the team. So most of the time when you're in that city, you're the star because you're, like, coming from another country. Like, hey, this is the guy we brought from America to lead our team. So this year playing with him was completely different. People – we had – we had like NBA players coming to our games. We had I met Mbappe, like literally have a picture with Mbappe. I don't know how many how, mm-hmm. how y'all know how rich this guy is. I, this guy, <laughs> I got a picture with him. This is all through Victor. You know what I'm saying? So like I've met I got a lot of but it was just crazy because the fans would sometimes run us over trying to get to Victor. Like I've been I've been pushed out the way. Hey, like excuse me, Victor, Victor, like come here, we trying to talk to you. So it was good. that was definitely an experience, but like he handled it so well. Like I felt like I felt like there was sometimes where I'd see him kind of getting bombarded by fans and stuff, and he'd just have a good mentality about it. To whereas like I'd be like, nah, man, I can do that. Like I'm kind of tired today. Like I don't feel like talking to anybody. But it was like he always some type of energy to, you know what I'm saying, to get up. I'm like, bro, I respect that because not everybody could do that. So it was definitely, like, uh, crazy. We had security every game. Hmm. Almost every game we played out was packed out just to come see him play. He was holding down for France. Like, the French, they love him. He's, like, now the French, uh, the French player of the NBA, you know, so everybody loves him. So it was definitely crazy doing all the travel and having to stay in different hotels, just making sure nobody knew where we were at. Hey, uh, let me ask you one more question, Tayshawn. We appreciate your time because we know you got a lot going on, man. We know you're busy. Um, you've traveled right, a lot on. now uh, over overseas, been to a lot of different places. Um, what is your What are your thoughts about the food over there? Who's got the best food over there that you've been, that you've tasted? Man, 
first first day is first. Nothing's better than home, you know. <laughs> right, right. Nothing's better than home. By the every by the end of the season, me and my wife are definitely ready to go home <laughs> and eat and go crazy whenever I get home. But okay, from my experience, I would say the best food from the country is either Italy. Okay, Italy has some really good food. Oh, I bet. And I would say maybe Israel because Israel kind of expanded my palate. I got to Israel and started eating a little bit more different things Okay, and kind of express it kind of opened my, my, my palate. So I definitely would say Israel's food was nice. definitely great as well. That's Didn't good expect to know. That. That's okay. right. That's All right. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought you were going to say hey, something hey, like I'm, Greece or something like that. Don't expect if you ever go to France, don't expect the food to be too good. That was one thing that hurt my feelings about France. <laughs> <laughs> Already. Oh, no doubt about it. Hey, let me ask you one more question. Because uh, you, since you went to Oklahoma, you ever been to Okarchi, Oklahoma? Where? Oh, <laughs> Okarchi, nope. Oklahoma. There's a place there called Aishin's Fried Chicken Bar. You ever been there before? Nah, man. I've never heard of that one. Okay. Just so you know, if you ever hang out in Oklahoma again, Dude, it might be it, it, honestly, it might be the best fried chicken I've had next to Frenchie's. It's that damn good. It's a random place. Uh, hey, it's, nah, that's that's a big claim right there. Man. I know, that's I'm telling you, bro. And he's bro, from H Town, so bro, he don't normally exactly. throw that out there. Bro, I went there, me, Craig Way, and some other dudes went there, and I walked in and they all they served was four things like Frito Pie, hot dogs, and a basket of fried chicken. A bucket actually, a tin bucket, and your boy got the chicken. No seasoning at all. It was so damn juicy, it like they killed it in the back right before I ordered it, bro. <laughs> it was amazing. It was good. So just check it out. I should Fried chicken bar in Okarchi, Oklahoma. I'll never forget it. You know, as a brother, I don't travel to places like that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, nah, nah. That's, the, that's what I was talking about. That culture shock in Oklahoma. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I understand what you mean. There's some spots you just like, I don't, might not need to go in that spot. <laughs> 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 For sure. Man, Tayshawn, we appreciate you taking the time, brother. Best uh, best of luck to you heading into for next sure. season, and best of luck for you as far as basketball is concerned, man. It's going to be fun. And we're my man Patrick, who asked you the question about all the positions, he's a huge San Antonio Spurs mm-hmm. fan, and all we've been waiting for is for the Spurs to win that lottery and them to get Wimby. So he's all gassed up. So we appreciate you taking the time and giving us a little background on Wimbenyama. No Pat, no problem, man. Pat, hey, you got a new, you got a new Spurs fan right here too. Sure. You know, uh, I kind of, I'm, I'm definitely biased towards it. So you, there's a new Spurs fan out here in the world now too. So <laughs> well, we appreciate it. We were watching you. Me and Hard are watching you in my office when we were watching some Mets uh, Met ninety two games. So. So we watch you play. So you got fam and me too. That's Aww. right. That's right. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I appreciate that, man. I appreciate y'all having me. No Thanks, problem. Tayshawn. Thanks, Tayshawn.